Hey guys, welcome to another beautiful episode of the Shark Dinas Watch and Podcast where we talk everything up now. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest now. I mean, don't worry, with time I will have a special guest to you. But let me introduce you to the regulars. Um, John, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm happy to be here again. And, to <laughs> you and um, also joining us on this episode is Santi. Santi, how are you doing this evening? <sighs> I'm doing well. Uh, thank God we didn't hold this podcast yesterday. If not, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm fine. It's so good to be here once again. I know. Everybody is supposed to be here, but I don't know if he's going to check the confirmation price of um, Kudus from West Ham. Yeah, he, has got to, he has got to sign Kudus. Yes, he has got to. <laughs> he has got to. And, uh, okay, guys, finally, let me introduce our guest, our very special guest in the house. Our very, oh, my own special mommy. <laughs> Mom, it's good to have you on board. Welcome, man. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Uh, it's an honor to be with you guys once again. Um, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me around. Thank you so much for, for being with us. And um, for, for listeners, we're looking at our fixture, our result against Fulham yesterday, and as well as um, some talking points like Harabat. And um, I know a lot of people are buzzing to, to hear that one. And also, we're looking at our fixture against Manchester United. And as well, since our guest here, Mommy, since she's with us, we'll be asking her a few questions. And uh, whenever you see Mommy on the set, you know that we are about to kick the season um, open officially. And as well, we're looking at some FPL analysis. These are many more on episode 23 of the official Gunnar's World podcast. Stay with us. Okay, guys, welcome back to this beautiful episode. And uh, going straight to our result against Fulham at the Emirates yesterday, where we drew two goals to two, even after uh, Fulham had the man sense of. And Fabio Vieira coming to win the man of the match, even though he started the second half. Um, Santi, uh, I'm going to you now. What do you make of this particular picture, the result against Fulham? It's a very, very disappointing performance, you know. Like, this is not the time to be dropping points, especially at home, you know. When we, when we, the season just got started and this is the best time for us to rack up as many points as possible. Playing at home to Fulham and then with that disappointing display, it's, it's not, it's not acceptable at all by any standard. It's not acceptable. I think the manager needs to go back to his drawing board and, and try to fix what's not, what's not, what he's not getting right. And we all know what that seems to be. Because the way the way the boys are playing, it's not it's not just the results alone. The way they are playing, it's as if they are they are now a shadow of of of, of themselves. But this, is, this is not what we watched last season. This is not the Arsenal of us loved last season. That's why the fact that we missed out on on the title. We all love the kind of football they play, the the, the whole pattern and everything. But this season, mm. we are just playing like 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 Chelsea. And this is this is not the Arsenal that we know. 
Please, I think I think Aneta should do something to, to fix everything. Uh, uh, um, Santi said it's not the Arsenal we saw last season, and I would like to correct that a bit. Okay. Beginning of the season, uh, halfway, I mean, the first half of the second part of the season, yes, this is not the Arsenal we saw. But towards the end, when we actually bottled the lead, this is like the Arsenal we saw. And it seems as if it's taking up from where it left off last season. Yes, it seems to be weaker because we expect that we'd be with the resources that have been, I mean, uh, been put, uh, injected into the team with new players, which will actually be better. Even if it can be better than the first half of last season, we should actually maintain the same level. But Ateta is doing some experiment- experimentation that doesn't make any sense. It might make sense to him, but it's not making sense to most of the fans. Like, some of, like, Yemi for crying out loud was coming up with crazy logic to understand why. Kayavat is being played, that maybe Ateta is trying to confuse everybody. And it makes no sense, but it's so crazy that it's actually making sense sometimes too. So we kind of are continuing from where we finished off last season. It's sad, but Ateta only has to understand what he's trying to do. So you can continue. I'm sorry if I have to jump. Just moment, I actually want to stay with you. I want stay with you. You know, in our last I asked Michael this question, and I want to show it to you again. Because the, the question is, is Ateta actually struck with a big squad? Because a, a few of us, or many of us, feel like, okay, last season he did not have a big squad, he was able to manage them. and um, But now this season, it's like he's out of ideas. Uh, Michael had to even come to the group chat and respond. I think that was yesterday. He said, yes, Ateta normally runs out of ideas with, with a big squad. So, Mommy, I want to throw the question to you. Do you think that Ateta is actually struggling to manage a big squad? Or you think his problem is beyond that? I believe that's part of his problem. I think his problem might be spiritual at this stage. Because I don't understand <laughs> how else to describe it. I think, I'm not too sure Ateta is a good man-manager. I think when he gets, like, he looks at the factory that was dropped in a factory, I mean, candy factory, and he's getting confused having so many selections of what do I pick, what do I eat. Because you think, compared to last season, when we didn't really have them, like we basically had just a team last season. We didn't have great back the covers for most of the options, I mean, most of the positions. Now, Ateta, even though we still don't have great covers for all positions in the team, we have way better options now compared to last season. Then why are we struggling? The team looks really different from the team that we started with last season. And it all was that to the decision the manager is making. Look, for me, Ateta either fluked last season. I've seen moments of... And I, the, the reason I'm a bit hesitant to say he fluked it is we've all seen many moments of great brilliance from Ateta. Yeah. And we see some... Like you, start, you see some moments that you start scratching your head, wondering what the heck Ateta is doing. Now, it's not that he fluked it. Then the problem is this: maybe he's a poor man manager. Manager, he can't really handle having great options, too many good options. Two, his ego, I believe, is coming into play too. Ateta seems to have a problem with admitting when he has messed up, when he is wrong. He loves to prove people wrong. If you say you can do this, which is good, look, sometimes when people tell you you can't do something, it's good to have this belief. 
I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to actually do it. But when in the process of trying to prove people wrong, it is actually hurting not only yourself but every other thing. You have to take it. I mean, you have to take a step back, assess everything, and say, "Well, maybe I did get this wrong." However, mm-hmm. me is something that many Arsenal fans were wondering why the heck we were interested in going for him. Considering how bad his um, confidence become with the maybe he didn't fit in with Chelsea. I don't know what went wrong with him at Chelsea. But that guy, the guy we all saw when he was with uh, Bayern Leverkusen or wherever he came from, is not the same. Yeah, Leverkusen. It's not the same Kayavats we all saw at Chelsea after the first, first good season that he had. Okay, so we go for him. Many of us were scratching our head. Even Yemi Lima, that loves <laughs> that is unique, is different, is interesting. Yeah, different. to be different. Was scratching his head, trying to understand why we went for him, especially for that amount. There were better players who didn't cause that. But we also said, let's wait until the season begins before we actually know what Ateta saw in him. Because the season won't give us that much confidence. Because the Kayavat I saw during preseason was, huh? What the heck is this? Okay, the season has started. Game, game one. Kayavat is just basically hiding, he's busy doing Shadow Hunter. The guy gave him a pass, he's doing the bare minimum. It's like the basic thing, like, is it me that I believe I can't do that? I can't do worse than Kayavas. And that's saying a lot because I can't play shit when it comes to football. But when you start saying, I can't, be, I can't do worse than this, then you wonder why is a setup persisting? And I've always said something during the chats. I've said, look, when you buy a player as a good manager, you should be able to assess the kind of player this person is. Some players need pumping. Some players need coaching. Some players you can throw them right into the into the battle front, and they will try. Kai, I don't know what kind of player he is, but I think his confidence has been badly damaged with his stint at first. Now, you want him to play a role he's not used to, and I don't think he's even willing to take on. If that's your plan, you want him to become the new starter. If that is your plan, then you have to look at his confidence and say, you know what? Let me gradually ease him into games. Let's write or whoever play that role when we are comfortably leading. Maybe 3 0, 4 0. And God, anything being so good, we've got easy, on call paper, easy, easy fixtures at the beginning of the season. So, why not play your best team? Let us be winning 3 0, 4 0. And then with 10 15 minutes left, you can throw in an average. It might, I mean, because it doesn't have that much pressure. So impress the new fans and impress your manager. He might actually keep. If he gets a goal and that's what he needs to do, that helps his confidence. It gives him a boost. But what Ateta has chosen to do instead was throw him into the deep, deep end. This guy, it, with even with a light jacket, this guy is drowning like hell and he's taking everybody down with him. Ateta is messing up his team selection. He's playing party at right back of Ryan Atlas. That is our best You are picking out your best midfielder, so go play him at right back because you want to fit in the player. Just because you want to prove that you know what you are doing. You are playing, I don't even know what to say. Like yesterday, you took out in Ketia. Just because you wanted to fit in my other. I have never been one. Everybody knows me. Even though I don't like to criticize, I like to criticize uh, Nketiah a lot. Not because I believe he's deliberately messing up. I just believe he's not good enough. 
But when I come on, when I come out to say, why the heck is Nketiah not playing? It tells you how bad Nketiah is messing up. And like I said, I, I, I don't want to believe that Nketiah is fluking it because I've seen many moments of brilliance from him. So now the problem is maybe it's his ego and his pride. If that's the case, we are in serious trouble. Because a man is putting his ego and pride ahead the wellness of the team. Even when they do decide to sack him, because at this rate, you end up in him getting the sack clutter. He would have done lots of damage to the psyche of this team and opposition. Imagine, we came so close to winning the league last season. Now, the way I try to go, we might struggle to make top four. I've made my peace with it because I won't allow Ateta to kill me. The single grey hair that I had at the end of when the season started last year, last season, became three. I never wants to turn my head to full white hair. When I'm, when I'm not Gandalf, the, the lady, I mean, human Gandalf. So, me, I've made my peace. If we sit up for a jubilate, but with Ateta, I think we will struggle to make up for if he doesn't change his way. If we sit so, up for. To answer your question, Sha, I yeah. there's a serious question mark about whether Ateta is a great um, a manage, manager of uh, great players. I don't know. Thank you, Ma. We, we've seen it. <laughs> Left for you now, you just <laughs> Okay, um, thank you. Thank you so much for, for that, Mommy. And uh, um, let me just quickly move to Eva. Eva, um, we, we've, we've just heard how Caravat is part of Arsenal's problem. I don't believe that Caravat is a major problem. Um, those, those that might have read what I wrote today in the WhatsApp forum, I said my problem is not any of this class, Atenta. But then, I don't know if Bamsi is a little bit Do you think it's time for us to move from Bamsi to the environment? I think, um, to be very honest, as much as I like Ramsdale, he's becoming an issue as well. He's making headlines for the wrong reason and that's not good enough you you want to you want to challenge for the league title you don't need uh goalkeepers that are inconsistent one of those things that guarantees you uh top top positions in the league is having a solid defense and a good goalkeeper behind this defense because if you have a commanding goalkeeper you then you have the defense under control and then if you the goalkeeper you're the one that is always at fault for one or two things then it's a problem so it's not a good thing uh now we have raya another good goalkeeper i really don't know if in the middle of the season if a change comes in if it will work out well but what i can say is if the next one or two performance um one or two one or two games ramsey doesn't impress the manager after the international break i don't think it would be bad if raya is called into action let's give him a try he's a top goalkeeper why do you buy him not just to come and sit on the bench so if if after the next game and then the i don't know which game was supposed to play before the international break but after the international break if we evaluate ramsdale's performance and it doesn't look like he's good enough then there is no point leaving him to continue to start when we have a capable hand like uh, uh, Raya. So I think after the international break, uh, Raya should 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 begin to should be looked up, be looked at, and let's see how what, what will happen from there. Let's see what will happen. But well, I, I don't know if you if you agree with with um, Santi um, as regards Ramsdale. Um, I think honestly, I think Ramsdale is a top keeper. But I honestly suspect that he has a condition called ADHD. 
attention deficit hyperactivity disorder because nothing explains nothing else can explain some errors that this guy makes honestly he has adhd now uh, ever said we should evaluate him after the international break honestly if it was clear to me after yesterday's error ever uh, Ramsey should sit on the bench is a top keeper i'm not saying he's not a top keeper but sometimes um when when you are when you are so sure of that i'm gonna no matter what happens i'm gonna start again no matter what happens it's gonna be me that will be selected complacency setting and i think part of that is what we are saying with Ramsey. maybe it's not even complacency i would say for yesterday i think maybe because raya is there he's trying to impress so much that he wants to get too much involved with the game because what the heck why was he in that position for that goal? Only Ramsey can explain that. So, left to me against Manu, Raya should start. But having said that, it's also a big gamble because you don't want to upset your team. But see, the thing here is this: we don't even have a, a standard defense right now. We don't know who's going to be in the uh, back three, whether it's back three or back four. So, why not just since Atata is going to play probably Party or Sakat right back? Against my youth. But I'm not sure why I have to go post now. Let everybody just be mad together. Maybe we will confuse my So we don't even know how to even attack our, our goal. So for me, Raya should start. But I am not the mad. Raya should start. I guess Raya, Raya, Raya is a great goalkeeper. Let him start. Ramsey should sit on the bench and reflect on his on what, whatever is wrong with his life. Raya just know. Because, no, with, with a 40 year old man, party at right back now, and you put Raya. Raya is not that tall. I don't know what's going to happen. Kiwa will now play. You should even put Kiwa as the keeper at this stage. I don't care anymore. Thank you, man. Uh, okay, I, I would like to give to our fixtures against our fixtures against I would like to start with you, John. But then, John, I don't know if, you, if there's anything you want to say uh, as regards the, the difference. Between this Arsenal side and the last season Arsenal side, and the, the particular with the Arsenal of last season, because we saw two different kind of Arsenal last season. The one that was good at the beginning of the season, and the one that was always at the end of the season, which I've turned the one at the beginning of the season. So I'm trying to complete that particular thing and this particular one we are seeing. You know, and I'm asking myself that, that what has actually changed, John? A lot, a lot has changed. <laughs> And most of all these changes are, are negative changes, you understand? Because um, I would say that when we are spending 200 million, I don't think we spent that much on, on any transfer we did before. This is like our first time on signing. I, I was expecting that um, we will see positive changes. But once the moment um, Granny Shaka left that thing, I honestly, I know there, there was going to be a problem identifying his replacements. Then we started hearing rumors of um, Abad Bindings and most of us were like, ah, Abad and Shaka. Their profile is entirely different. Like, there's nothing connecting Kyle Abad. If both of them are midfielders, yes. Yes, even if Abad can be confusing his position sometimes, but there's nothing connecting Abad and Shaka. Shaka. Like, I didn't see the similarities and I didn't see how Abad was going to like, um, get into to our midfield. 
then we signed Abad. He was our first sign. We signed Declan Rice, and yeah, we were happy that we got Rice. But deep down, we knew that this, there is an agenda coming. You understand? Because for this to, to sign Abad, you know that there is some he has something that he wants to do. So, and it's very unfortunate that in during the preseason we didn't see any of all this agenda. Then the first game of the season, started trying. I bringing out your agenda, your private agenda. We got fired. We managed. We managed to win that game. We didn't even create any chance. Not even for us. Against Crystal Palace too. We managed. We saw the substitute after the red card. Most of those, most of most of those subs were wrong. Crystal Palace, they were not just clinic and they couldn't break our defense. That was how we got them with three points that day. Then yesterday, against Fulham at home. It was the kind of game, type of game that if we play that game ten times, we should win te- that we should win ten times also. So I was very surprised that we, we got a draw and we played the first half was very 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 rough. When Abbott left the pitch, you, you could see the changes. You could see what the creative player can do. Vieira came in, into the game and even most of us we are not fan of Vieira, but he did the basic of a creative midfielder and he, he, he assisted the two goals you understand and it's it's just shameful that um, Herbert coming to the team has set us back a little like a little he has set us back a little I just hope that uh, going forward because I, I honestly like the old ranting and all, and all clamoring of people and I hope that our game against Manchester United um, I think that will make the changes, the obvious changes that we know we should do, which is the midfield, our midfield should consist of Pate, Thomas Rice, uh, Thomas Pate and Declan Rice. Not no sign of Abbas should be in that in that in that starting place. Well, 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 well said well, 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 John I'm talking about the picture I guess but it's about the big time. Emma, what, what's your expectation for this picture against Manchester United? <laughs> well, a, a, any game against Manchester United is always a special game. Um, sometimes it doesn't even matter who is in form or not. Manchester United can be at their worst, but the moment you mention Arsenal, they will become something else. That, that, short, that short engine they have will be looking for who to, 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 to destroy. So it's going to be a tricky game. They, they got a win yesterday, so they'll be looking forward to building on that. And Arsenal, on the other hand, we dropped two points, so we'll be looking for a way to get back to winning ways as quickly as possible. So it's going to be an interesting game. But at the end of the day, just like we have all been saying, it all depends on what Ateta comes up with. Which trick is he going to come up with? Like Mommy said, is he going to continue with Thomas Partey as right back or even play Bukayo Saka at right back? And Kiwior at the goalpost as invited goalkeeper or whatever. So we're not even sure of which team um, Ateta is going to put out there. But we're playing at home, so we should just um, just do whatever it takes to get three points. At this point, at this point for this particular game, because of how important this game is, I don't even care about what the performance will look like. I just need a win, scrappy win. Whatever, whether you dominate, whether you pack the balls and win, I don't care. I just need that three points for this particular game. When this game is taken care of, then we can now 
try to reshape and think about the way forward. But for this game, nah, no, no other result apart from a win will be accepted. Well, what's your position ever? Um, two one in favor of Arsenal. Two one in favor of Arsenal. Um, Santi, um, I don't know if you have a few thoughts to share about this particular question. If you don't have, you can no. just give us your prediction. Uh, well, I, I I don't really have much to say. I think um, Evan has summarized everything on, on the fixture. You know, whether whether we are informed or not, the fixture is actually a big one. You know, bragging rights inclusive. So I, I just hope Ateta will be in his right frame of mind that day and, and put out the best team. Well, my prediction is um, I'll go with Eva 2 1 in favor of Arsenal. 2 1 in favor of Arsenal. John, I know you're the boy, so by now I'm expecting a very negative. So, John, what what's your prediction? Two I have, have two results. I just two results. I two I have two I have two results. I have two two results. I have two 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 results. I have two 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 that's why like John also have uh, two results, two predictions. <laughs> if Ateta plays his best team, no crazy um, party of Sakat right back, play your best midfielder. Even if you want to play Kayavas, play him in the role he played against Man City. I don't want Kayavas in the team, but if you must play him, play him in a role that's comfortable with and God. Somebody should whisper to Kayavas, just get a straight red card. I won't be like John and say, tear your ACL. Since that I've been playing with 10 men, I've been winning. Let us also use Kayavas. I play with a 10 men. If Ateta must play, if we play our best formation, if Ateta, don't let me say you, I see that I have uh, control over the team. If Ateta plays the best team, we can rise at the guard party in that middle. Kayavas should not even come close to that team, based on what the error did yesterday and you all know how i've been on Viera's case for me to be coming here that to be saying based on what Viera did yesterday Viera should even start it says a lot Viera should get a looking against Mayu. will it be solid enough will it have the stamina or um the standing enough to face Mayu? i don't know let's give him that chance let's we will beat Mayu. i'm not even going for a 3-1 yes Put Raya in go. We'll beat them 3-0. That's what I want. I want us to actually destroy them. But if Ateta does, is Ateta in. Well, I'm not even going for a draw. We know how my you is. Rashford will come into prime mercy. One mistake will make us pay. And once we make that mistake, Ateta will do his rubbish substitution. We'll wait until 75 minutes mark before throwing in Trossan. We'll go and play right wing back just because the others must keep playing. We will struggle, we might lose 2 0. I don't want us to do so, but you know how my you is. Ted Ag has been able to pick our pockets even when their form has been shitty because Ateta does not seem to learn. So, play our game, play your best team. It makes no sense to start a game against a team that is shrewd, that is corny, with an handicap. Play your best. I don't care what Atata, Atata needs to do. If he has to organize with uh, Boko Haram or kidnappers to kidnap Kayavat, because by this stage, either Kayavat has his noose somewhere. It makes no sense. So, kidnap Kayavat for, for the match. 
go put in someone in somebody's basement and play your best team. After that, we will we, we, we reassess the situation. If he doesn't play the best team, we will lose 1-0 or 2-0. If we play our best team, we will win 3-0. We are not even going to concede. If we play our best team, we will win 3-0 without conceding against Manchester United. Put money on it. Let's see that I'm right. Yeah, now let's see. <laughs> so, anybody listening to our podcast, you can put your money <laughs> where your mouth is. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you for that. And uh, then we just, for all this particular segment, we need to our next segment to have money on board. She'll take us to uh, football hangout after next month. Um, very big one, we're all expecting. And um, I'll, be, I'll be switching to the other side. Everyone will be coming to this side to take over this segment. Stay with us. Okay guys, welcome back and um, I'll be your host for this segment like David pointed out earlier. And um, we have uh, an amazing person in the house today. And so in this segment, we're going to be talking about the GW football hangout and um, end of year party. For those of you who are listening for the first time, um, GW is a massive, one of the best Arsenal football group ever. And we're having a football hangout in Lagos, in Sule, um, to be precise, on the 16th of September. It's a game that will involve the GW All-Stars, a wonderful football team against Banju Boys Academy. Um, and we have the convener of this wonderful event in the house, Mommy um, Money. She's been here talking to us about Arsenal, and right now we'll be talking about this very event that will be coming up. So, Ma, once again, um, welcome to this segment. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's go straight to the point. Um, this event has happened twice before now, and we'll be having the third edition. And this time around, it's a bit different. So, we'd like you to, to let us know into this event, what should we really expect for this wonderful football hangouts that will be coming up next month? Um... I believe I'm going to leave the expectation with the players. What I expect from them actually is just to show the pride and passion of being a member of Team GW. Like, leave everything out there, your blood and sweat. Don't leave any ACL out there, please. If you can, if you can, if you can manage not to tell your ACL. But, like, I just want people to, like, represent the team with, their, with pride and passion intact. Um, we've not really, um, Michael last week kind of scared all of us, mentioning all the greats and the Kuku Zaleski, the guy who came, the Matuidi, the whatever of um, Abanjo Academy boys. But like, I believe we also have great players in our team. So I believe, what are my expectation is guys will go out there, even if you cannot win, make us proud. I don't want, um, like, like I actually believe in the team because I've seen them in boot camp. Everybody has been given 110%. Many players actually, instead of telling me that they were kind of carrying injuries, were going through the rigors of the boot camp and then maybe exacerbated the injuries. But that tells me it's the pride passion they have. They don't want to disappoint. So my expectation, and I think the expectation of every members of GW is that you guys are going to be out there as players and just make us proud 
of GW. Hopefully we will win as well because I don't want to give that spanky new trophy to Badger Boys. Okay, I'm um, I don't know if you are one of the players and you're listening to us. There is no better way of um of encouraging you, of motivating you than what she just said. So please don't disappoint. Go all out and make us. Now moving on, like I said earlier, this is the third edition of this hangout. And in the previous edition, we always had Team Nigeria against Team Lagos. But this time around, both Team Nigeria and Lagos came together to form GW All-Stars. So I would like you to, to, to let us into this. Why why this switch? Why the change from Team Nigeria versus Team Lagos to GW All-Stars? Um, I believe John is not going to like my response, but I'm just going to say it as it is. First and girls, all Team Nigeria. As far as I'm concerned, Team Nigeria decided to win that uh, tournament. And Team Lagos took it personal that, imagine, how can they beat us? We did everything we should have done. And they actually gave like 150%, like they are the boot camp, because I actually organized boot camp for both teams. Team Nigeria was just, I think maybe because they won the prior tournament, they were complacent. A few players were actually up for it, but most of the players were complacent. Team Lagos really made me proud. They were the best. So I was expecting them to win. But it'd be like, say, uh, their problem is spiritual. It's evil, just like I have had. Despite all the efforts, they still ended up losing. And I saw how it really affected John that day. And I said, and I've already, already been thinking of maybe it would make more sense, like to kind of like make take this kind of global. Maybe it would make more sense to actually unify the team, get the best from each side, and then we start trying. Uh, I mean, try, try, try. Let, let's see how strong we are when we face other academy. But that day, John was really broken. And I said, you know what? I don't want my son to go through this again because I think if they face him Nigeria one hundred times, they will likely lose those one hundred times. <laughs> so, that, so that's this, well, based on the last two attempts, I think that's what I thought. And I felt, you know what? Let's just get the best from both sides together. Let's go try our method against other academies. And who knows? Maybe we can actually, God willing, if we have the funds, we can actually form a real football club gets you guys registered and we actually take it like amateur level take it to the next step it's still a project that we can't really much can't really materialize right now because we need huge funding for it but this is our like one step we actually get one step so let's do this first if that academy trash on the spell gunas world and it's good the dot after you might say okay maybe we should just abandon project and go back to team lagos and team nigeria and watch Team Lagos get spanked by Team Nigeria again. But let's see how we pans out. Okay, yeah, thank you very much. Um, it, it's a good thing that you mentioned John, and um, John is the the, the the captain of this team. So who knows? We might just be getting an extra motivated captain, knowing that in the two in the previous edition, uh, he lost narrowly, and um, the emotion of losing those finals might just be the reason why GW All-Stars will go all the way. You did mention that there is a target for the GW All-Stars, that it might be a registered team in the future and all that. And that was the question I was going to ask next. But how, how, how do you plan to get this thing done? How do you plan to 
to move the GW All-Stars team from just a group of young football players to the level that you really want to be. In the next five, six or seven years, what should we be expecting from the GW All-Stars? Where should we see them? Honestly, I'm not a candidate. I've not really done anything. It's just an idea that I'm, it's forming in my head. And when I do decide to get serious with things, I'll go all out. But right now, I still want to see how it pans out. Because it makes no sense, like saying, oh, I'm going to invest money in this without actually having the blueprint, the all planned, and everything planned out. I'm going to probably have to talk to some people who are already into like football management to see and talk to people like Santi who play for um, amateur clubs as well. Talk to other footballers in the group to see how we can actually how we can actualize this. But right now it's just a dream of mine to see how far we can take this. You know? Alright, that would be amazing. I think we can't wait to, to hear um more good news about this whole possible registration in the future before we let you go um a week ago michael did mention that we're expecting some dignitaries and one of the person he mentioned is the executive governor of lagos state who's an arsenal fan and massive and i know how much this will mean to the players and the other fans who will come all out to share but we'd like to get the confirmation from you is this actually true or is it just one of those things you know to get people all hyped up for the event and it's true i wouldn't be a part of a burning a, a hoax or a lie um it just so happens my, uh, my, my cousin is married to the assistant uh, chief of staff to didis and tesoholu um he's the person he's of boyga show you who and he's married to my cousin so i was discussing with my, my other cousin and he said you know what uh, why don't you talk to Boyega make Julius Nawolu to come for the tournament? So we drafted up a letter, we sent it out. I'm expecting, I've been expecting a response because Boyega didn't say he'll get back to me this week, this past week, which he never did. So tomorrow, I'm going to hit him up and ask him what's going on. Even if GJ can't come, because number one, we sent the letter out about two weeks ago, which was kind of short notice. Number two is the, is the big government. He probably has other things that he has to, to attend. But even if he can't come personally, if he can send a representative, that would be awesome as well. Because that's just like we that means we've gone a step ahead. We've taken the big step. We are having the governor attend our tournament, which is gonna be awesome. So it's not a lie. We actually want that to happen. If Judas Owolu can't call himself, maybe he can I mean maybe he can honor us by sending a representative. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Wow, that would be amazing. And if the group wants confirmation, we can share the letter that was sent to you so that you guys know that we are not we are for real, we are not lying. Would it happen? Not sure. Because it's all depends, it's all boils down to what GD wants to do. But that's the plan. Okay. Amazing, amazing, wonderful. Um, just before you give us your vote of thanks, would you like to add any other thing in case we're missing something concerning the hangouts in general? Just anything? Um, well, nothing much. It's just that after the tournament, we're going to be having our end of year slash beginning of the season um, party. So, and I, I actually on, in the, on the main group, I sent out a listing. Anybody that wants to attend should let me know and put their name on that list. I'm going to send out a warning now. 
if you got an ID, it clearly said that it only admits the person whose name is on that invitation card. So please, I'm begging you, do not bring your wife, your side chicks, and all your extended family. If you do, we will not bounce you, but we will give you just the one food that is meant for you, for all, all your family members to share. Number two, if you want to attend the after party, please put your name down on that list. If the deadline has not elapsed, go put your name down on that list because we have to plan for the number of people that are coming. Things are kind of hard right now. So we don't just want people dropping by and then expecting to be fed. And so please, there's going to be an after, I mean, after the game, there's going to be an end-of-year party for all members of GW. You need to let us know you will be attending. That's about all. And I, I mean, let's just see how it pans out. I expect a great game that day. And John, this will be the first yes. time you captain. Please do not lose for the third time running. The captain, this will be losing side twice. I'm begging you. I know it's, you don't have the control over it, but try to motivate your team. Try like this boot camp. I think the boot camp ended today, but we still have that good thing. So, you and Santi with your assistant, <laughs> whatever you can, so like reach out to all the players that made it through the boot camp and motivate them to do whatever they can because we have like two weeks to the tournament to do whatever they can to save it. Anybody that is carrying an injury should let us know. Do not be afraid. That showed up last season with a I don't know whether it's falling ligament too, but with a bad thing. I said you would just ACL. It's not ACL. Everything about you these days is ACL. Ah. The fact that you are injured does not mean you are still not a member of the but at least let us plan ahead. Let us figure out what we can do. So walk, walk around any injury that anybody has. Don't come on that day in crutches and then we, we are left one man in society. Thank you so very much, Ma. Um, if you're just joining us, the wonderful voice you're hearing is that of the CEO of the EW All Stars. And she just talked about all the things you need to know about the hangouts that will be coming up on the 16th of September in Lagos State, Nigeria. Thank you so much, Ma, for, for being here. Thank you for letting us so, know. I have one more thing to say. I have a bone to pick with all of you. Last week, during the podcast, you people were busy hyping each other for the awesomeness that you were all during the bootcamp. What about <laughs> me? Did I know you guys? How come nobody was hyping me? You ever? They were busy Best Kuba crew member. You didn't say Mommy Pete in times of my age. Eh? I have a point to pick with all of you, so you should know. Eh? Maybe we'll have a special, we'll have a special podcast to hype you because you're marvelous. Like, you're special. We don't even need when we're hyping you. We don't need to hype you when we're hyping the likes of John. Yeah, it's supposed to be a fraud list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm only kidding because I'm not, I'm not a Baku guy. I, I, was, I was just trying to it like. It was only ever that was even hyping i like the camaraderie of the group and the reason i actually joined was i wanted to show some people that you know what there's no excuse just because you are a backroom staff does not mean you shouldn't join the players in this 
thank you ever for actually doing this because other people just look us did Moya look away. I refuse to join in the, the boot camp. So I will have to find you a special award. I'm pumped up for the award already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pumped up. Before you can collect the award, you would have to run four miles in 30 minutes or 35. Never. <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. I have four little. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I will send it as text. I want to say something. I want to say something also. <laughs> yeah, I said the same. Our, this, our, um, this, and we've had it for, this is the third time now. Ever missed the first two editions. And this was how I was injuring that it was going to come, it was going to come. That's true. If ever does not come, you know, this one, we're going to be a victim out of it. Well, I am already here, so don't yourself. I am already here. Do you have a job, a job interview or job appointment? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, do you have an with your Yeah, it's not a problem. I'm there already. Nothing is stopping me. Thank you so much, Ma. Um, hello, guys. We'll be back after this short break to round up. Please don't go nowhere. Guys, it's been a pleasure having you here. Um, Santi, thank you for being here once again. It's always a pleasure, brother. Thanks for having us. John, please say your goodbye. Yeah, it's a pleasure doing this with you guys. Bye-bye. We're awesome.